Well, today is our last and final part of the month at the movies, like Marike mentioned, and we are about to watch the grand finale of How to Train Your Dragon. You guys ready? Yeah? Ready to see how it all comes together? Praise God. So, if you are just joining us as a visitor for the first time today, we're watching this movie called How to Train Your Dragon. We've been watching it week after week here in the, the month of January, about 20-minute clips each, and today we're finishing it up. As we, after we watch this movie clip, we then have a little message after the clip based on what we watched, and then we break out into small groups, get ready, yeah, and have a little discussion as well. And we've been doing this for the whole month, and it's been amazing to hear what God's been doing in the hearts of people as we get, get together and spend this time together in this month. If you've missed any of those weeks before, let me kind of catch you up a little bit. So we are watching a movie about dragons, obviously, but it's also about Vikings, and dragons and Vikings are at war with one another. The main character, his name is Hiccup. And Hiccup befriends one of these dragons. It's actually a very rare dragon. And has learned how to be friends and, and fly and all these things with the dragon. His father, who is the leader of the tribe, finds out. And do you think he's happy? No, he's not very happy. In fact, he's very angry. And he actually disowns Hiccup as his son and says, you're not my son anymore. Very sad. Yeah, not, not so kind, is it? And he captures the dragon. His name is Toothless. That's what Hiccup names his dragon, Toothless, without his teeth. And he's using Toothless, the dragon, to go find the dragon's nest. Yeah? And so they're off to go find the dragon's nest, maybe bring an end to this war once and for all. But they don't understand that there's this big gigantic dragon that lives on this island that is the dragon that rules all the other dragons. It's not only rules them, but controls them. He enslaves them because if they don't bring this big dragon sacrifices, well, this big dragon will eat the other dragons. So they live in fear of, of death. So, but the, what the dad doesn't recognize is that he's, he's in danger. He's going to great danger. He's taking other Vikings with him, and he's going to be in great danger. So what, where we left off last week is that Hiccup had an idea, and he had a plan of going to go and save and help his, his friends and his dad. So let's pick up the movie from there and watch it. You guys ready? All right. Hope you enjoy this just as much as I did. Um, you know, it's really great to watch movies like this and be able to, to not only be in, enjoyed and entertained together, but just see how God speaks through these things. Um, there's so many biblical themes in this movie. I, we're just talking about just a few. So feel free to watch it again with the kids and use it as a platform to talk about God and what he teaches us. In fact, do that with other movies, too. Yeah, this is part of why we have our month at the movies, is to learn how to do this. 
Um, I was talking with my friend Anna. I don't know. I haven't seen her. Oh, no, Anna. I was talking with her a few weeks ago, and she said um, that she was talking to her dad about our month of the movies, and, and he, he mentioned that he calls this finding the sacred in the secular. And I thought that was a, a really good description of what we're doing and what we're learning how to do as we know as Christians we are in the world, but no, we're not of the world, are we? That we have been set apart, that there is a purpose for our lives that we've been separated and set apart for. And that purpose is to f- join this fight, this, this fight that God has been fighting to free others from the slavery of sin and of death, and that we can bring people into the freedom that is alone in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And that's what we proclaim. That's what we get to live. Hiccup, as you saw, had in the beginning this crazy plan, right? It's an unthinkable plan, something no other village or no other Viking ever had thought about of doing in order to save the people that he loved. You know, God also had a very crazy plan. Crazy, unthinkable, incredible, unbelievable, really. An unimaginable plan to go and save everyone that he loves. Every single person who's been born into this world as a slave to the devil and the power of sin. And God's crazy plan, and it truly is crazy, was birthed from his crazy love. From his crazy love. And this crazy plan involves sending his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to come and sacrifice himself to become sin for us, to pay the penalty of sin, which is eternal death, death everlasting. And Jesus paid that penalty for us. But then to burst out of the grave, yeah, and conquer death once and for all. And the Bible tells us that through this plan, fulfilled in and through Jesus Christ, God has given us the victory. Us, the victory, that is the title of our message this morning. Part four, Christ, our victory. Let's read today's Bible quote. It comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55. And fill these words in if you have your booklet there. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Yeah. We are all born into this world, listen, to end up dead. Okay, listen. We are born into this world to end up dead. That's a sad but very true reality for every single person living outside of Jesus Christ. This is why Jesus came to save us. Do you understand what I'm saying? We think we're born into this world, we have something, but really we all are ending up dead. Yeah? That that's that's our destination when we're born into this world. But because Jesus came to save us, we can declare 
this song of victory that we just read. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? And the answer is death has no victory and the death has no sting. Because here's our first point for this morning. Jesus gives us the victory over sin. That's what he does. The next verses read in this chapter of 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, starting in verse 56. The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The sting of death is sin. This is what the Bible tells us. So death, it really is separation from God. That's what death is. Why is that? Well, because God is not only the giver of life, he is life himself. So when we are separated from life, we're dead. We have no life. Physically, we may be walking around, but we really don't have life. And the sting of that separation is sin. That's the sting. Have anybody been stung by a bee or a scorpion? Hope not. Even It hurts. It hurts. Yeah. That's what the Bible tells us is the sting is the, the, the sting of the separation called death is sins. Our own sins, when we sin, when people sin against us, does it hurt? It does hurt. So that sting can be feeling like bad feelings, like hurt. It can feel like guilt. It can feel like shame. Not only did I do something bad, that I am bad. Condemnation. The sting of death is fear, it's illnesses, it's diseases, it's addictions. That's the sting of death, which is called sin. Sin is the sting of death. And the power of sin, the Bible tells us, is the law. The perfect law of God shows us that we are sinners. But if we're not willing to say, yes, that's correct... To God, what we end up trying to do is be perfect in our own efforts, by our own strength. And that keeps us under the power of sin, under the slavery of sin, trying to be right with God and with other people by myself, in my own way. Until we realize, like Hiccup's dad did, that I'm a fool. (laughs) I'm a fool that I'm wrong and I just simply need to ask God for forgiveness to save me to the uttermost because I am utterly helpless to save myself and be righteous. And here's the thing. You will only experience true forgiveness at at the foot of the cross. The power of forgiveness is only and can only come from the cross of Jesus Christ. If you've never experienced Jesus' death and what it means for you, you don't know what forgiveness is. And you cannot forgive other people. You cannot be free from the sins against other people, against you, and you cannot be free from the sins that you've committed in your life if you do not understand 
that that power of forgiveness can only come alone from the cross. But that's what Jesus did. While hanging on the cross, looking down at those who hung them there, those who hated them, hated Jesus, those who laughed at Jesus, those who took the hammer and nailed the nails in Jesus' hands and feet. This is what Jesus said. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And even after hearing these words, the people on the ground, they cast lots to divide his garments. God's forgiveness is nothing like the world's. Nothing like the world's. God's forgiveness is free. It is unlimited. It's without limit. It's without conditions. And it's exactly what you and I need. We need it to be free. And his forgiveness will change your life forever. The power of true forgiveness can only come from the cross of Jesus Christ. And through it, he has given us the victory over sin. Not only that, this is point number two, Jesus gives us the victory over death. Let's read here in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 through 15. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death, he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, That is the devil. And free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. You see, God, by his nature, cannot die because he is life. Okay? He just cannot die. So what did he do? Jesus, the son of God, became just like one of us, a human being, so that he could die. And by his death, that we could be free. So by by his death, that he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives are held in slavery by the fear of death. So just like Hiccup and his friends joined as one with the dragons in order to defeat the big dragon, the, the great dragon who held the power of death, and freed those who were living in slavery in the fear of death, Jesus also became one, like us, so that his death would give us victory over the one who holds the power of death and victory over the fear of death and of death itself. And for those of us who have trusted in the death and burial and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is what the word of God says. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. Okay? We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. And if death has no power over Jesus, it has no power of those who are also in Jesus. And how do we become in Jesus? Well, simply by our faith. 
that we believe in his death, in his burial, in his resurrection for my life. And that's how God says that life of Jesus becomes our life once and for all and completely. Doesn't that sound like a crazy plan? But that's God's plan. And he accomplished it through Jesus Christ. And it's in our faith in Christ that gives us this victory. Today, right after the service, we're going to have a baptism service. That is the real life version of what we're talking about right here, right now. Of a dear sister in Christ who has placed her faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And has claimed and has given, I mean, received what God has given, this victory over sin and death. So come and witness this with us. It is a magnificent celebration of what God has done, not just out there many years ago, but right in here, right now in our life, right now. So just as Romans 6, 4 tells us, we were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. So be sure to join us here in about an hour at 1 p.m. for the baptism service. Now, we're going to break out into small groups like we've been doing all month, into groups of two to five, just to try to keep it small. We'll have about three to five minutes per question. And there are activities, there's questions in your booklet for the kids, so engage everyone in your group. So let's go ahead and stand up, find someone you know, find someone you don't know, and let's have some good discussion together. First discussion question, as you share your names, if you don't know each other, just kind of say who you are after you do that. The question is, what frightens you that might not frighten other people? Okay? So maybe something that other people aren't scared of that you're scared of. Kids, if you want to talk about maybe what is your biggest fear, you can do that and even draw it on the activity page. All right. When you're ready, here's question number two after you finish up with question number one. Question number two. We're going to talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness. What is the difference between God's forgiveness and the world's definition of forgiveness? Yep. Those are, there's some very big differences. Talk about that. There's a verse there as well that you can read from Jesus. Okay, we're going to see if we can wrap up this question. This is a very important question. If you started talking about this and hasn't, haven't finished it, make sure you, you do. Because this is very important understanding what true forgiveness is. It's question number three. In your group, read Hebrews 2.15 again together and discuss this question. If a person is really and truly free from the fear of death. They have no fear of death because of what Jesus did. How might that person live differently than everyone else? 
Okay. How might they live differently than anyone else if we don't have a fear of death? Okay, love the life, love the, love the discussions, but we do need to wrap up our service this morning. I hope you were able to talk through some of these important things that we learned from the message today. And to wrap us up, um, I've asked Kevin. You guys know Kevin? Kevin, raise your hand. This is Kevin right here. Yeah. He, he's our drummer. Yes? Amen. Amen. So he, I asked him to perhaps kind of close us out by sharing a little bit of what God has maybe brought to his heart, what he hears God bringing through the service, through our discussion time, through the movie, through the message. So can we give him our attention? Can we listen to him? <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Let you All right, thank speak you. to that. Yeah. Well, first of all, before I want to share... You know, I just want to acknowledge the fact that, Pastor Yung-ho, you are so gifted and talented in picking out these movies, right? <laughs> I mean, he make it seem like these movies come straight out from the Bible. And, um, you know, I've seen these movies thousands of times and um, never have uh, Hiccup and uh, Toothless spoke to me in a way they did this past month um than any time before so uh, thank you um having said that uh wow this is really scary um michelle and joyce i don't know how you guys did it last week all right um <clears throat> so my name is kevin um i guess when i saw this movie um it kind of led me back to exactly one year ago um when i because w- we have band meetings every end of every month. Um, and it, w- it was exactly a year ago. It was um, 2018, January, the last week. And um, oh, before saying that, just want everyone to, I want to encourage everyone to take, if you haven't already, uh, take Growth Track. Um, because that's where you get to meet your fellow brothers and sisters and you get to grow um, spiritually in Christ. And please join the vision team, because in there, your brothers and sisters will walk with you in faith, and they will pray for you, um, no matter hard times. You don't have to, you know, you're not bat- battling, you're not in this battle alone. You know, you have your brothers and sisters here, um, they will pray for you, and by joining um, the vision team, you guys will experience a whole new level um, of experiencing God. Amen. Amen. So, um, I'm still shaking. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in the drums, I, I didn't know because I'm always behind young men, you know. So, you guys, you guys can't really see me, but now all the focus is on me. All right. All right. Um, so, last year, um, at the end of uh, January, young men, um, during every band meeting, he asks us to do something. Um, whether it be reading a book, we would uh, study from the Bible passage. And last year, January, it was he wanted the whole band to write a song, praise song. And, and I was like, excuse me, I don't know anything about writing a song. Um, but it took me, you know, a couple of weeks to finally write it. Um, I read it uh, this past week, and it didn't make sense at all. <laughs> it, no rhyme, nothing. Uh, this song never seen the light. But I just wanted to share with you because 
Um, this was, last year was, um, for me, um, where I was going through so many struggles and um, I was battling with a lot of health issues, uh, battling with my career, um, you know, and the world wants us, like what Michelle said last week, the world wants us to be a, in a certain way. And it could get uncomfortable for being a Christian. But at the end of the day, God is there. And God is fighting that battle for you. And remember, all the resources of heaven is behind you. So you got nothing to be afraid of. Amen. Um, so having said that, am I still shaking? Okay. Um, this past, this verse uh, really uh, hit me. Um, so I want to share this verse first, and then I'm going to read the song um, that I wrote. Uh, I'm not going to sing. Don't worry. Um, this comes from um, Psalm uh, chapter 37, verses 23 to 24. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. And the song that I wrote is called Believer. <laughs> it has a title. <laughs> um, so uh, this is how it goes. Uh, Lord, continue to build me up. Uh, be my strength. Lead me, guide me, and cause me to walk in victory. Help me to depend on you, rely on you. All you say is true. Help me to trust in you in all things. That was verse 1. <laughs> verse 2 goes, My desire is to live for God. This is what I have decided. Have your truth be rooted and engraved to my heart. In Jesus, I live in your strength. You have already won the victory, and you will lead me by your Holy Spirit into truth and freedom. And the uh, chorus <laughs> says, Holy Spirit dwelling inside of me, help me in all these things. Um, it didn't make any rhyme. It didn't it became a song or anything. But um, I truly believe last year, uh, through this meditation of making a praise song, really gave me uh, who really God is for me. And God is there to always back me up. Even, I, even when I'm trying to fall, he's not going to let me completely fall down. He's going to hold my hands, and he will restore my strength, and he's going to give me the wisdom to battle uh, the temptations out in the world. And I hope everyone um, to really ask God for his, his wisdom. Um, uh, so there is my testimony or the word. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think that fits really well, Kevin. Thank you very much. And look forward to next week you singing it for us. That'd be what we're looking forward to. That's never going to happen. <laughs>